Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet in the best week of the year. Yeah. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or let's just in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks, Miss 305. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Welcome happy, in. Happy best week of the year. It is. It's it's uh, World Cup week. It is. Which is weird. You're not usually saying that this week. Thanksgiving week. I mean, it's just a lot of good stuff Regional going on. Regional semifinals. Regional semifinals. A lot of good stuff. Today is Monday, November 22nd, 21st, rather, 2022. I was like, don't rush it. Three days We're until excited, Thanksgiving. but don't rush it. Three days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Carly Rae Jepsen, and now we get to play the game. Is Carly Rae Jepsen older or younger than I am? Uh, younger. Older. She turns 37 today. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You're Ep- old as dirt. I never would have expected She's that. even older. <laughs> Episode 1502. On today's show, folks, big show. We're going to overreact football weekend in Monday morning fallout. Then we're going to be joined <clears throat> by the head coach of the regional semifinal bound Keller Indians. Coach Carl Stralo will join us. Coach Stralo um, has them in the regional semifinals for the first time since 1966. I should say it's a third round of the playoffs. I don't know what the playoff situation was like there, but they hasn't been the first the, the the third round of the playoffs for the first time since 1966. Exciting times there in Tarrant County. We'll talk with Coach Stralo coming up here, and then we'll roll up the Mr. Tex Football Player of the Week nominees. All that fun stuff. <clears throat> If you stay with us, taking you up until uh, the top of the hour where the United States men's national team takes on Wales. So stay tuned for that. Do we have first fourth of the door? By the way, we don't have the rights to that. We're not going to show you that game. Go, yeah, I think Fox has it. Uh, do we have first fourth of the door? Yeah, that'd be a hefty bill coming our way. <laughs> yeah. What if I just put it on here and we can just like... Like neither of us ever acknowledge that it's on just and just be an like, I don't know, someone changed it. Just get a crazy <laughs> Adam goes, What call. is this five million dollar lawsuit? Why am I getting a call from FIFA? Do we have first worth of the door? We uh yes. Uh Nick Morton, zero three bodied stepside, Aaron Arbuckle and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in 
fellas. What's the song this year? Isn't it a... I don't know. Isn't it a cutter song? I'm sure it is. I can't remember. I'm sure it is. The one that always sticks with me is Waka Waka by Shakira. Yeah. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Pickle. Hit the air. It's time, it's time for Monday morning. Monday morning fallout, of course, when we overreact to the football weekend. And plenty to overreact to on a big area round week of Texas high school football playoff action. We'll start with my three big thoughts. Thought number one, it started in February. Flashback. Zoom. Ten months ago to February, realignment day. In many respects, that is when the seeds of what we are seeing right now were planted. And we even, there's even a couple of these things that we kind of called out and said, keep an eye on this. Make sure you're looking at this, this, that, and the other. And we saw those seeds sprout fruit over the course of the last couple of weeks, and especially this past week, where games like these headline matchups that we thought we were going to get, we suddenly were careening headlong into them. Right? I think a perfect example uh, of, of what we saw. Uh, last week was Highland Park and Denton Geyer. The game you saw live on Valley Sports Southwest. Uh, Geyer pulls away after a, a wild first quarter, first half rather. They pull away in the second half and uh, and defeat Highland Park. We knew pretty much for a fact that barring some sort of massive disappointment from these two teams, we would see them in the second round of the playoffs. And we did, right? Second round matchup between those two. I think you saw a lot of those in the six-man ranks as well, where we knew that, hey, Richland Springs was going to be in for a tougher uh, region. Region 4 is going to be more robust. And sure enough, they go out there, they get 45 by Lorraine this week. We saw it pretty much everywhere that you looked. Even if we didn't know exactly how these things were going to play out, we saw the kind of the seeds being planted. And by the way, more of those seeds that were planted in February are bearing fruit right now. Carthage and Gilmer is this week. We'll talk more about that over the course of the week. That is one that I think we all saw coming. Another example of something that I think we, I'm not saying we saw it coming, but we, we certainly, whenever the realignment came out, we saw that's a, where our power nexus is. Take a look at District 21-6A. All four of the teams from the play, in the playoffs out of District 21-6A still alive in the regional semifinals. Take a look at District 13, 4A, Division 2. We took a look at Region 4 of 4A, Division 2, and said, boy, sure looks like District 13 is the power nexus up there. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, all four of them, we're going to have two rematches District thir in 13, 4A, Division 2. Take a look. Uh, 4A, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, D2. Take a look at what we saw in 5A, Division 1, Region 4 where we were talking about, with the way the realignment broke, what a really exceptional opportunity it was for the Rio Grande Valley to get through to potentially a state semifinal. And now there's three out of four. Three out of four from the Rio Grande Valley. Only Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial, uh, who defeated Edinburgh Vela, state, uh, survived uh, the area around from outside the Rio Grande Valley. These are things, when we talk about when realignment comes out in February about the roadmap, mm -hmm. about what it lays out for people, this is what we mean. 
now here 10 months later we're talking about these important things that we saw i'm not saying we saw them coming i'm not trying to give us that much credit what i'm saying is those types of those types of alignments and those types of bedfellows that were made where suddenly we're seeing the ramifications of that in, in here, you know, nine, ten months later. That's thought number one. Thought number two, Team of Destiny. It is time to start considering the possibility that TCU has sold some small part of themselves to a dark place to make this happen. Did you did you actually get to watch that game live, or did you go back and, and catch up on it? Uh, I I was not there. I was not okay. by the thing. It was uh yeah that was peak cardiac. As a person who like I really don't have anything super invested into that game, you know, other than like the the yeah one I of mean a we, really we, good in, matchup in the sense that we you know two teams were interested in yeah. I was sitting there on my couch like this, going, "Oh my god, <laughs> can they do it?" It was insane. So TCU's 11-0. They're two wins, and, and make no mistake about it. I heard somebody say, like, oh, would they leave an unbeaten TCU team out of the playoffs? No. not Right now, no. There's only going to be a maximum. If TCU's undefeated, there will be a maximum of three undefeated teams. Mm-hmm. It'll be Georgia, the winner of Ohio State, Michigan, and then TCU. Mm-hmm. They're not leaving them out for that. And if they do, we're marching to Indianapolis, yeah. right? Or well, I guess no, Grapevine. Isn't no, it's it right Grapevine. Here? We're marching the like, Grapevine. We all literally of us. could march. It's guys, like three miles. Guys, we can meet in the parking lot here. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to roll up the sleeves. So TCU's two wins away from the college football playoff. Iowa State and then probably Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game. Probably. They, K-State could, could choke it away, but almost certainly. To get to 11-0, and this is cribbed from, our, from, from Roger Sherman, I believe, at the Ringer. Yeah, the Ringer. TCU had a 14-point comeback, a fourth-quarter comeback to beat Oklahoma State in overtime. They had an 11-point comeback against uh, Kansas State. Mm-hmm. They that scored, was in Manhattan, too, right? They scored with 90 seconds left to beat Kansas. Mm-hmm. That and one was na- definitely in Lawrence. And now they had a last-second fire drill field goal to beat Baylor. In Waco. In Waco. That's doing that on the road. I mean... Maybe the maybe the Kansas State game was at home, but the rest of those were absolutely on the road. Team the of last destiny. two. Team of destiny. That's all I'm saying. At some, I, uh, one of my favorite podcasts is Split Zone Duo, mm-hmm. duo, and they've been saying like TCU can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> they've they only got to get. Here's the thing: to be national champions, to be national champions, mm-hmm. they only have to get away with it four more times. Mm-hmm. They've already gotten away with it eleven times. <laughs> And they're doing the the best part about this is they're doing it with Max Duggan, and I cannot tell you how many times, like how many times, the past three years. Run back the tape. Have it since I've been at Dave Campbell's. How many times have we said he's not a superstar? He just does what he needs to do, and they did it at the hands. Like this one against Baylor was at the hands of Max Duggan. That was a legacy drive. That sure. was at the hands that, of Max that, Duggan. That touchdown drive to, to or that 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 drive to, to set the field goal it, was. It a legacy literally drive. felt like watching a, a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers saying, "You gave them too much." Yep. Time. There's like a minute and however many seconds left. You yep. gave them too much time, and we're saying that about Max Duggan. And thought number three: Let's feast. It is, of course, yeah. Thanksgiving week. We will How's have our, Gobbles doing? He's doing great. Gobbles is living his best life in our front yard. Uh, Gobbles has had to bear the cold recently. Don't worry. Gobbles is, is a hardy he's, fella. He's okay, a hardy good. fella. He's prepped. 
First team all gut. So it's feast week, right? Thanksgiving week, the best week of the year here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football here in the world. The best week of the year. And we've got 88 UIL win or go home games scattered across the state of Texas. Okay. Now, am I happy that none of them are on Thanksgiving? No, I'm not. I would have preferred for, some, for, for one team to have, uh, have the courage to do it. I talked with a number of coaches this week. This is true. I talked with a number of coaches this weekend who said, yeah, we thought about it, but then like, we were but like, But guess ah. who makes the, that decision? The wives. And the wives or mamas do not want a football game on Thanksgiving. I'm I, sorry, but they don't. I am here for it. Mamas and wives are not here for that. Let me just say that's lame. But that said... <laughs> We still got 88 games, and the great thing, one, one thing I love about this, um, one thing I love about this is that we, is that Friday, even with no games on Thursday, on Friday, we're going to have games kicking at 1. We may have some noons. I don't know if we have an 11, but like we're going to have games mm-hmm. throughout the day, both Friday and Saturday. That's what makes this fun, is that we're going to have this outstanding um kind of slate of games that runs throughout the course of Friday and Saturday. Oh, yeah. We have – there's quite a few 11 o'clocks. Yeah, including, by the way, including, by the way, I guess I should say, 6 o'clock on Valley Sports Southwest just announced. Carthage and Gilmer could be on Valley. See, that's notable, but there's something even more notable about that. Why What's don't it? you tell the people? I'll tell them in a minute. What are you Three doing during that one? Three helmet stickers. A helmet sticker for Abilene running back Bam Rayshaw. Do you see what? Bam. Do you see what Abilene did to Red Oak? Yes, I did. Golly. Because we had that same reaction Saturday night at about twelve thirty. Trounced them. Twenty-three carries, hundred and fifty-seven <laughs> yards, three touchdowns rushing out, and another thirty-nine yards receiving for the War Eagles. Texas running back Bijan Robinson. Look, guys, if you're a Texas fan. If you're a Texas fan, I need you to enjoy Bijan Robinson because he's going to the league next year, and he's giving you these parting gifts because he's a special, special running back. Bijan Robinson put on a show in Texas's big win over Kansas, and finally a helmet sticker for Georgetown quarterback Noah Boris. Noah Boris goes 21 of 24 for 385 yards and four touchdowns passing as Georgetown. Molly Wops Magnolia West to make it to the regional semifinals. Three teams to watch. Port Lavaca Calhoun. The Sand Crabs. This team was 0 and 7. 0 and 7. They have been playing essentially I think they maybe could have lost dropped one more <laughs> district game if they needed to like to, for the sake of honesty, but like, let's not tell that story. Let's tell this story. They have basically had to win every game they've played for the last like six weeks, mm-hmm. and they've done it. And now they're through the regional semifinals, and they're and good wins too. Like they've done it pretty emphatically. <laughs> just, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this team is different and weird and special, and I love it. Incarnate Word. So the FCS, we talked with um, we talked with um, uh, Corey Hogue, our small college insider, last week uh, on Texas Football Today, and this is um, and this is uh, you know it was very important for them, in my opinion, to get the seeding that they did. They got the number seven national seed. 
they got in the top eight, that means they get a bye to start the year. That is a huge, huge, or to start the playoffs, that is a huge advantage for them. Keep it on. I was like, word. oh, we're restarting? <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. They I ain't get, ready for that yet. They get a bye to start the playoffs, <laughs> and that is a huge advantage for Incarnate Word. And finally, South Oak Cliff. Man, they squeaked it out. Okay. There's a lot to talk about here. So if you missed it, the final score was something like 42-37. yeah. 42-37. This was 42-like... It was, in fact, I can tell you, into the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, uh, it was 42 10. Mm-hmm. This game was over, okay? And Lovejoy against the against the twos, South Oak Cliff pulled all their guys, mm-hmm. and Lovejoy made a made a made a comeback of it and got like two or three onside kicks, and it got kind of crazy at the end. South Oak Cliff was only in peril of losing this game at the very very end. Make no mistake, they dominated this game, and here's the real thing, okay? Ashley Pickle, hmm. 553 yards of total offense. They ran the ball for 414. Danny Green, Tedrick Williams, Javon Thomas went nuts in this game. And that, that is problematic for the rest of 5A Division Two because hmm. they're going to run the ball like that. Keep an eye on that. And by the way, like I said, they pulled their two, they pulled all their guys. Mm-hmm. Like and and Lovejoy made a couple. So do not look at that final score. In my opinion, um, if you if you miss that, if you weren't able to watch that game live, and you're jonesing for some football sometime this week, go back. You can watch it on TexanLive.com. If you if you're a subscriber to Texan Live, go back and watch it because it's it's a fun watch. Three to see. It's Carthage Gilmer, six o'clock from Lobo Stadium in Longview. Uh, this is big boy stuff. What are you doing for number this game, one Greg versus Pepper? Number two. Number one versus number two in four division two. It's the game we've been waiting for. And another example of when realignment came out in February, Carthage in region two with Gilmer and Pleasant Grove. This is the big boy stuff. Carthage and Gilmer. Don't make me tell them. Tell them right now, or I will. And that's not my news to tell. It'll be Craig Way and myself on the call on Bally Sports. Whoa! That's we'll exciting. Are you are you juiced? I got a call with Alan Metzel a little bit later. I'm nice. Excited to talk with He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Oklahoma at Texas Tech. So Tech's bowl eligible. Got a big win over Iowa State. Gutty win on the road, 14-10. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow. <laughs> you said in the Slack, you just said, Joey! <laughs> Keeps getting away with it. He did it. Got him to a bowl, which is a minor miracle. You were there. You were there in San Antonio in July. Mm-hmm. When somebody, we were at like the Tech uh, alumni thing. Yeah, we and got invited to it at Casa Rio. Shout out. We were and so we were there, and McGuire got the mic and he was taking Which some was questions. Which was inevitable. He got he uh, he did an opening statement, had some questions, and said, "Well, let's take some questions." Mm-hmm. And some guy said, "What's the timeline on the new renovations to Jones Stadium? Mm-hmm. They just got a big gift. They're going to do major renovations on one of the end zones." And he said, "We're going to beat Oklahoma, and then we're going to knock down the we're going to knock down the south end zone. I think it's the south end zone." Mm-hmm. He, got an um, opportunity to be right. Mm-hmm. Got an opportunity to be right. Finally, Fort Bend Marshall and Montgomery Lake Creek. Just Lake up. Creek is unbeaten, twelve and zero. Tyvon Byers has been fantastic. Fear the beard. And here comes the a real test here in region in region three, going up against presumably, in my opinion, the front runner in region three in Fort Bend Marshall. That's three to see. That's Monday morning fallout. 
We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football recruiting, all across the Lone Star State. Hope you all consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle. Dave Campbell's Texas Football is proud to team up this year with Ozarka to honor honor the best and brightest teams in Texas high school football with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. Each team, selected throughout the course of this program, have exemplified the best in Texas high school football. Your Week 13 Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Week. In 6A, Keller. Fueled by three interceptions, including a game-sealing pick from Parker Knowles in the final minutes, the Indians stormed into the third round of the playoffs for the first time since 1966 with a 23-21 win over Midland Legacy. In 5A, Canateo, the Eagles soared into the regional semifinals with a heart-stopping 21-14 win over Fort Worth Arlington Heights. In 4A, Madisonville, one of the biggest upsets of the playoffs, the Mustangs defense held high-powered Belleville, just 194 yards total offense, and a stunning 9-3 victory. In 3A, Paradise, the Panthers are into the regional semifinals for the first time in the program's 51-year history after their 17-14 win over Shallow Water. In 2A, Sims Bowie. The Pirates made all sorts of history when their 30-16 win over Deweyville, including securing their first ever spot in the regional semifinals and the first nine-win season since 1991. In 1A, Throckmorton. Using a terrific defensive effort, the Greyhounds upset Jayton 30-24 on Friday night to move into the regional final. And in the private school ranks, Fort Ben Christian. Brady Deaver hit Tyler Curry for a go-ahead touchdown with under a minute left, and the defense came up with a game-clinching turnover as the Eagles stunned previously unbeaten Austin Veritas 27-24. So those are your Ozarka Fueled by Nature teams of the week for Week 13. Congratulations to all the schools. We salute you. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Now a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support. VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. The regional semifinals, the third round of the Texas High School football playoffs are coming up this week, and there's some new blood. One of those teams is the Keller Indians, who are through to the regional semifinals, the third round of the playoffs for the first time since 1966. And here to talk about it is the head coach of the Keller Indians, it's Coach Carl Stralo. Coach, how are you? Doing great. It's a good day to be an Indian. I would say it has to be a great week to be an Indian. Uh, you guys, uh, how, how, do you guys have practice this morning? I have to imagine it was, uh, it was a pretty fun one. 
Yeah, it's uh, um, uh, the beauty of not having school and, and being able to relax our times a little bit. And the kids had a, a um, really good workout and bounced around like you you would expect them to be with the, uh, with the level of excitement we have right now. Uh, it's exciting because you guys are through to the regional semifinals with a, with a 23-21 win over Midland Legacy. Um you know, going into this matchup, uh, you know, we talk about how there there's history to be made. You know, you got this is that this is uh, the farthest that Keller has gone in, uh, you know, almost 50 years. Um, was that something that you talked about with your guys or was it something that like we're just we're just doing our thing? We're going to put one foot in front of the other. Um, we we practiced that all week. Uh, it's one game uh, to earn another one and play as long as you want to play. If you're playing as hard as you possibly can. Now, I did pull a little gamesmanship and ask the bus drivers on the way to Midland on Friday to pull over in Ranger, Texas. And we pulled up to uh, their field um, and uh, in a caliche parking lot and got the guys off the bus and explained what we were talking about now. And uh, you could just see the light bulb go off. And anytime you can get them to, to think it's even more special, uh, sometimes they play even harder. And uh, they really reacted well to that. We talked about in our meetings throughout the, the, the prep on game day. And uh, they played really well early and then fought uh, really hard late to hold on to that one. And I uh, couldn't be more proud. Hopefully well, and, that had something to do with it. Well, and you, you mentioned, you know, the bus ride, because you guys uh, uh, home field, flipping for home and home and, and, and legacy wins. So you guys have to go out to Midland to astound, astound Broadband Stadium. Coach, I'm looking up and down your schedule. I, I is the long, I get, you know, I guess you had that win, that win at Odessa um, there in week three. Do you, do does that feel now even more important considering you guys had to get on the road and go out to Midland in, in the second round of the playoffs? What's crazy is going back to 2013, we we played in a classic out there where it was Midland Lee one year, Midland the next. And the reason we did that uh, for several years was we were District 3 or 4. And if you win your first round playoff game, you're going to have to get on a bus. And it doesn't need to be the first time. The year before, I guess in 2013, the furthest we had gone was Pennington. And so uh, we wanted to include travel in our in our non-district, and it finally paid off. And actually, it was a year we played at Shotwell and at Ratliff's on a day trip. I said, guys, this one's going to be easy. We get to spend the night and everything. <laughs> and so uh, th- they bought right into it. And uh, and if you've never traveled, that I think that could have been a, uh, hurt us. Um, after the game, I uh, made a joke that we might flip for ground. I mean, uh, for a town stadium because <laughs> uh, it went so well. Um, but no, it it, it uh, we've been working on that for seven or eight years. We just finally won a playoff game and got to do it. Talk with Carl Strella, the head coach of the Keller Indians here on Texas Football Today. Can involve the conversation hashtag TF Today. All right, coach, let's talk about this defense because this defense has has, has hit another gear uh, here in of late. Uh, you know, you guys hold Keller uh, yields Trinity to just ten points. Uh, you know, and, and really hold them down. Uh, to just 257 yards total offense uh, in your by district round last week uh, against uh, Keller against uh, against Midland Legacy, you guys forced three turnovers, three interceptions to, to come up with the win. What is it about this defense that's working? How have you seen them kind of grow throughout the course of the year? Well, they uh, they understand their job, and uh, as we've cleaned it up throughout the year, they trust if they do their job, their teammates going to do. Uh, the uh, cover up for them. So um, we're playing really good team defense and they're playing very, um, they're playing more physical than they're capable of, which I'm real proud of because we're not the biggest bunch. 
but they play really hard and they uh, and they fly around and they uh, have grown up together. They they find a way to go pick balls off and and uh, uh, got great ball skills. They're little kids that have been in our camp since they were seven years old, and uh, it's just all coming together. But it's a good group. Uh, it, it most certainly is. You guys are are, are certainly rolling right now. And, and then on the other side. The offense, you know, the one-two punch that you guys have had with uh, Trey Guerra, your quarterback, and then Jaden Hart, the, the the running back, who are are really kind of uh, leading the way offensively for you. Two guys who are seniors uh, on a team that that does have a fair number of, of youngsters who have stepped up. How important? I mean, the numbers are impressive. You know, uh, Trey's thrown for twenty-one touchdowns. Jaden's run for seventeen, but. Just those guys, as far as their leadership roles that they bring, how important have they been in that regard? Our seniors on the offensive side of the ball, and there's not very many of them, mm-hmm. uh, which is fun. Um, and then adding Amari and Henry to that group, uh, they, they just have a work ethic about them. And, uh, you know, it's a lunch pail work ethic. So the younger kids just follow their lead and they practice hard. They love football and uh, and they and they make good decisions on and off the field, which, you know, it makes makes it easy to follow um but just how we we've been a take what you can get offense we have a receiver that's meeting the uh, amari and henry that's leading the metroplex in receiving yards mm-hmm. well middle legacy was bound to determine and they put uh, a power five corner and covered it up with another college to be sa- uh, safety and doubled him all night so he got or all afternoon so he had one catch for four yards but um was selfless enough to go in motion and draw the attention away uh, so that we could do other things. So it's it's a the the part where they're playing for one another, and they don't uh, worry about me statistics. It's about we statistics, uh, is why I think we're winning. Uh, Carl Strello Keller joined us here on Texas Football Today. It's on to the next one, Coach. 11 a.m. Saturday at Choctaw Stadium in Arlington. Uh, you guys get a matchup with the Louisville Fighting Farmers. I know you've you've been working on uh, on the Farmers for uh, for a minute now, and I'm not going to ask you to tell you tell you what your plans are on on Saturday. But when you take a look at this uh, at this Louisville team, uh, what what are you up against, and what's it going to take to get the win? Um, they're a giant up front on offense. (laughs) So, uh, how that matchup, uh, plays out, uh, like I said, we're not very big, but we, we, uh, so we're going to have to run around them because I don't think we'll get through them. Uh, they have a very athletic quarterback and they've got some really good skill players on offense. Um, defensively, they have three guys in the secondary that could play anywhere in the Metroplex, really good players, and they play very good team defense and they're very physical. So, um, it's, it sounds like it's got a chance to be a really loud football game mm-hmm. uh, from ground level. So, uh, but yeah, we're preparing uh, just like any other game. Uh, but this is this isn't any other game specifically because it t- takes place on Thanksgiving <laughs> week. And, and you mentioned uh, there when we were talking uh, off the top about how you know with the school off, you know, it's a little bit different. What what is the uh, what is the schedule going to be like? Knowing that on on uh, on on Thursday, you're probably going to want to load your uh, load, get you guys to carbo load, so to speak, on, on Thursday. What's what's the schedule going to look like this week? Well, uh, not by uh, um, prowess. We got to practice on Thanksgiving a couple of years ago uh, <laughs> due to the late start for COVID, and we found we played Saturday. I mean, uh, Friday at noon. And we were a little sluggish, so it was real important for me to try and get that Saturday slot on top of playing on the road on Saturday so that uh, Thursday could be our uh, no-sweat day. It's a day where we go out in shorts and helmets and just break up the contact, and then we, uh, we'll we do a 12-period practice on Friday. So it really laid out good that uh, 
we're not going to have to make any collisions in practice on on our Thursday practice and uh, go eat some turkey, get a good night's sleep, and uh, get some of that out of our system during our Friday practice so we can be uh, back to normal on Saturday. He's Carl Stralo. He's the head coach of the regional semifinal bound Keller Indians. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again uh, on, on everything you guys have done so far, and best of luck Saturday against against Louisville. Enjoy the week. That's the first time I've heard anybody say regional semifinal, and it's got a nice uh, <laughs> ring to it. So I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, Coach. Take care. There he goes. Carl Strelo, head coach, the Keller Indians, join us here Texas football today. It always hits you a little different when someone else says it yeah. and it's not you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was one of our assistants when I played at Coppell. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I know. I've known him for quite a while. Excited to see Coach Stralo having success there at Keller. He's been there for 11 years and, and making some history there with the Indians. Surprised so. he didn't. See, you know, he was talking about how big Louisville is up front. I'm surprised he didn't say they look like you back surprised. in the day. Surprised. I'm shocked he didn't say it, too, but mm, <laughs> what are you going to do? He's, you know. <laughs> Appreciate Coach Trello hopping on with us. <laughs> We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Pickle, one last thing to do today. Unamas. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the leading publication for all things football in the state of Texas, and the Tax Act Texas Bowl are proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award presented by Kroger to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Each week, the Dave Campbell's Texas Football staff nominates 10 deserving candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it to you to vote at TexasFootball.com. Voting closes each Friday at noon with the winner being announced shortly thereafter, so we won't have a show on Friday, so we'll just announce it online, but voting will still close at noon on Friday. So, there you go. Your Week 13 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominees. Brownsville Veterans Memorial running back Brian Chavez. Holy ground strike offense. Brian Chavez runs for 429 yards and nine touchdowns. I don't think, I think they scored on every one of their possessions. Very Denton Geyer of them. That might be more than most all the other teams in the state had on offense. Victoria West wide receiver DeAndre Fillmore had six catches, 223 yards, and five touchdowns receiving. I think in that same game. Mm-hmm. Pottsboro running back Major McBride, 166 yards, three touchdowns rushing, 44 yards, and a touchdown through the air. Receiving, I should say. San Benito r- running back Fabian Garcia, 32 carries, 313 yards, four touchdowns on the ground for Fabian Garcia. Toller running back Peyton Brown, snake farm, 293 yards and five touchdowns on the ground for Peyton Brown, just sophomore. Cuero quarterback Mason Nataro, 224 yards, two touchdowns passing, 78 yards and three touchdowns on the ground for the Gobblers. They get to play. They get to survive Thanksgiving. Oh, the turkey jokes. Midlothian quarterback Chad Ragel went 9 of 10 for 212 yards, two touchdowns passing. He also ran for 188 yards and four touchdowns on the ground. Longview running back Taylor Tatum, 227 yards and four touchdowns on the ground for the Lobos. Collinsville quarterback Logan Jenkins threw for 357 yards and seven touchdowns, plus ran for 52 yards and a score. And finally, Port Arthur Memorial quarterback Davion Wilson threw for 343 yards and two touchdowns passing, had 118 yards and three touchdowns rushing in their quadruple overtime win over uh, Briscoe Wakeland. So those are your Week 13 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominees. Vote early, vote often, vote now at TexasFootball.com.
Com. Do you know we had two four overtime games this year, this week? I didn't know that. Port Arthur Memorial and Frisco Wakeland, and then Aubrey and Center went to four overtimes mm-hmm. as well. We're having fun here. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, programming notes for this week. Yeah. So for TFT, we will do a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday show. Wednesday show will be our annual Thanksgiving spectacular. Mm-hmm. We'll have a couple of other things we have to do on Wednesday, including the picks. We'll we have got the picks. picks I think we're having powers. Yeah. So Wednesday will be a lot of fun because you're getting everything you want. The yeah. picks, Thanksgiving spectacular. It'll be all you can eat. Oh, Jesus. Okay. This is why they needed to put you on the uh, color commentary this week because it provides a little bit less os- opportunity for bad Thanksgiving jokes. <laughs> um, Great point. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all TFT. Wednesday, big day. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow at 2 o'clock, WTF will be happening. Um, what? We will be – it's the DF – no, it's the Houston region. Um, so it is the big – you want to talk about all you can eat. We'll be breaking down the Houston region. Beefy. Uh, very beefy. Um, husky. Husky's good. Chonky. Chonky. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, and then ROF will also be ran on Wednesday, I believe. I think it's on tape, but, yeah, on it'll tape, be there. Yeah, um, but nothing Thursday and Friday. Yeah, we're dark on Thursday, and then Friday we are dark here, but then we we're want you to watch. We're but yeah. it's at a different yeah, location. Yeah, with Texan Live, we'll have uh, all sorts of games mm-hmm. going yeah. on there. We've got a great slate on Texan Live uh, for Friday and Saturday. No high school football on Thursday. Everyone is off on Thursday. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, but, uh, yeah. Monday high school scoreboard Wednesday. Live, by the way, moves to Saturday, mm-hmm. starting this week, so. But we will have a game on Friday night, which mm-hmm. is Carthage yes. and Gilmer. But apparently no pregame. Did you get that email from Flick? I did. That's hey, what Flick. I was reading during the Monday morning fallout when I forgot to switch those graphics for a second because I was going, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You don't have to show up till halftime. I mean, I'll be there before, but yeah. I know. It's going to do for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Keller head coach Carl Stralo for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. Go, go, USA. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.